Hi, everyone, and welcome to this Monday edition of the Sheila Zielinski Show. Folks, in moments, I'm going to take you over simulcast to the Common Sense Show with Dave Hodges. I'm co-hosting all week, so I'm going to bring you over into that interview in moments. I just wanted to let everyone know it's official. The app is ready. So go to the App Store Type in The Weekend Vigilante, all one word, and get that incredible customized app for you, the listener. I've had a lot of people in the last year requesting an app. And so after three agonizing months, it's ready. Sometime today, you can go on the Listen tab on weekendvigilante.com, and all that information will be there, as well as the blog talk information. We were supposed to have it last Friday, but we didn't. The call-in show is this Friday, the 22nd of January. So that's going to be exciting. Don't forget, call in this Friday. But all week, I'm going to be co-hosting with Dave Hodges. And lastly, either tonight, the 18th, or tomorrow night, January 19th, Dave and I are going to break down breaking news. There you go. There's a handle on the Hagman and Hagman Report. So be checking tonight and tomorrow night for that. It's going to be very exciting. Let's go over to Dave's show now. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Dave Hodges is as mad as hell, and he's not going to take it anymore. Consensus is not so common. This is the Common Sense Show with Dave Hodges. Welcome, everybody, to the Common Sense Show. This is Dave Hodges, and we're really pleased to be with you. We've got a great show for you today. Uh, also appearing with me is my co-host, Sheila Zielinski, and uh, we're going to talk about the events up in Burns, Oregon, and there's been a lot of developments since we've interviewed Ammon Bundy. There is a whole lot going on, and I'm telling you, you're going to hear things here today that you are not going to hear on any other news outlet. And interestingly enough, people, and and I want you to take note of this, this story with some of the participants that are coming in to the Burns, Oregon event has its roots going back two and a half years ago And I'm talking about the Russian media. I'm talking about potential declaration of martial law with Russian and Chinese troops involvement, uh, solar energy zones. I mean, we could put a number of catchphrases up on the board and they all tie together and they coalesce here at Burns, Oregon. Sheila, I'm so glad we could be together today to talk about this, but we, it just seems like the more we cover this story, Sheila, the more we find out that we don't know. And again, it's January 18th, Monday, coming out of the shoot here. We know that the Bundy Group, they're operating 30 miles out of Burns, Oregon. They've really been the victim, I think we can say, Dave, at the most heinous and effective takeover in the history of the media. We saw this 
you and I were the ones that we really broke the story on the BLM showdown before things went south at Bundyville. We really covered the solar energy zones, the Chinese investment group, Harry Reid and his treasonous shenanigans. And it's really a very similar play of what's happening in Burns, Oregon, isn't it, Dave? Well, it truly is. And it's just interesting how, well, let me just lay the, the framework. The overall objective of what the American ranchers in the West, along with farmers, are facing, and ultimately America, this is going to affect all of us. But the, the long-range enemy that we're looking at, what their ultimate objective is, is to basically strip the West of all of our mineral resources for whatever profitable and nefarious, underhanded purposes that they have. And I'm saying they, being the global elite, and this is all about getting ranchers and farmers off their land. In fact, I'm going to reference something here, Sheila, that we have not discussed prior to this. This is about Agenda 21. And before the listening audience yawns and go, yeah, been there, heard that, done that. Listen to me very carefully. The Hunger Games movie is the most important movie of our time. In the first 20 minutes of the first Hunger Games movie, they show you what's coming. When those pledges get on that bullet train to travel to Capital City, which is effectively Denver, Colorado, they are traveling through vast amounts of wilderness that is totally devoid of human population. That's in part what they want, and they want us off that land and crammed into stack-and-pack cities so they can grab all the resources both on the surface and under the ground. And they've been doing it incrementally through the seizure and controlling of ranchers' lands that have BLM affiliations, which is illegal in itself. The BLM does not have the right to come into the states and seize land. It's the states that created the federal government. The BLM uh, BLM does not operate on congressional authority, Sheila. So this is ultimately what the long-range goal is, is to get us off our lands, get us into stack and packs, steal the resources of the American people, divvy it up, and end the United States of America as we know it. Sheila? Wow, well said, Dave. And I think when you talk about the resource grab, I think this ties into Agenda 21. It certainly ties into the Green Agenda. Now think about this, folks. Here's the thing. We have this, the Wizard of Oz who hid behind the curtain, pulled levers, made threatening noises and frightened the Cowardly Lion and the Tin Man and Dorothy and everyone in Oz, a small group of globalist wizards they're hiding behind a green curtain, Dave, and they created one imagined environmental disaster after the other. So for decades, what we're really seeing, you mentioned a very, very astute word, the coalescence of scaring everyone with scientific eco-babble, demands for obedience for their agenda for the 21st century, as you so eloquently said. And in reality, this green tsunami of globalism, it really operates completely in the open, not even clandestinely, Dave. And I always say it's coming soon to a local community near you. Two words, Burns, Oregon. So another great word, Dave, you said so much, stack and pack. This is what this is about, folks. This is forcing populations out of rural areas into these densely populated, massive megacities, as Dave said, complete with the stack and pack micro apartments controlled by the technocrats with the ability to control, keyword, every aspect of people's lives. And when completed, this is, Dave, what I call hell 
on earth. And as actually Aldous Huxley put it the best, will make them love their serfdom. This is what we're seeing, Dave. Well, it certainly is. In fact, uh, folks, you're going to want to get a pencil handy. And I'll emphasize a few key terms here as Sheila and I unfold this uh, nefarious scenario designed to basically bring down America and enslave the inhabitants that they decide that they're going to let live. <coughs> Excuse me. Sheila, we need to introduce ourselves to a name here called Mike Kruglick. Yeah. Now, who is he? He was Obama's uh, community service mentor when Obama had his first semi-real job. I don't think being a community activist is a real job. It uh, doesn't produce anything of value and so forth and so on. But that was Obama's first attempt at employment prior to getting into the Illinois State Senate at a young age. And uh, Kruglick uh, was his mentor. Now, today, uh, good old Mike visits the White House on a regular basis. I've got a file photo of him in the Oval Office. And he heads an organization called Build One America. And Build One America is popping up all over the United States in places like Minneapolis, St. Paul, uh, in San Francisco, where the plan is called Bay Area One, Fort Collins, Colorado, Santa Cruz, California, Austin, Texas, and on and on it goes. And what is this about? It's about getting people out of the suburbs. And by getting people out of the suburbs, what they're doing is they're promoting multiple county regionalization where all the tax dollars go into one pot and then they take that money away from the suburbs and spend it on the inner cities. So in places like St. Paul, and folks, if you're from St. Paul, Minnesota, you already know this is true. I have a, a student in one of my psychology courses who is from St. Paul, and she said, you are right on the money. Here's the deal. That money gets diverted to the inner city. The potholes aren't repaired. The gasoline tax is much higher in the suburbs. And basically, they're trying to force through these financial blackmail incentives, people being forced to move to the inner city, the beginnings of massive relocation for stack and packs. And these are peering across the country. If you want a detailed explanation, here's why I told you to get a pencil. Go to America2050.org. Again, that's America2050.org. And you're going to see the proof. This is my Kroglick's website. And you're going to see the proof of what I'm talking about in their own words. And I'm going to jump now, Sheila, to another bottom line and get your comment on it. What is the end game for this population redistribution where the BLM and the EPA are going to remove the countryside of ranchers and farmers and where the suburbanites are going to be forced to relocate and become urbanites in densely uh, populated stack and pack cities? What, what's the end game here? Well, this is ultimately what Agenda 21 is about. It's about controlling our resources, primarily in what we call the rural areas, the surface resources, the underground resources, estimated to be $128. You think the country could use that money to pay off some debts? I do too. But that's the ultimate game. Sheila, let me throw it back to you for your comment. I mean, very, very eloquently put, Dave. You said a mouthful there. And think about this, folks. And for the new listeners, I think this bears repeating because you touched on something I think that is really the underlying piece of this, Dave. I mean, look at the history of Obama. We were kind of joking off air talking about the book Sins of My Father. Well, here's a new book titled, Dave, Sins of My Brother, Malik Obama, Gunrunner for Islamic Terrorism. Think about the history of Obama. You and I have talked about it before, but again, Ann Dunham, 
worked with Timothy Geithner, PSYOPs run by the CIA. Let's keep that word in mind. The Ford Foundation, all of Obama's relatives involved in MK Ultra, Manchurian candidates raised by avowed communist agitators. I mean, his own father, Dave, was on the watch list. The FBI watch list for commie agitators. All these sexual perverts thrown in the mix. And then enter your favorite person, Valerie Jarrett. Married into the Weatherman Underground, launched Obama's political career. You know, her whole entire family was connected to the Ayers family. Who is this society professor at Occidental College? Our good pals of Big New Brzezinski. So here you have it. You know, so and then let's jump over into the United Nations. We've talked before about Peter Sutherland mastermind of the Bilderberg, head of the Migration Council, population relocation. This is the guy who'd be in charge. Good old non-executive Goldman Sachs, a great Gulf Holocaust. If this isn't a sinister mishmash of the who's who of the globalist devils, I don't know what is, Dave. And these are the guys running the show. Frightening, Dave. Well, it absolutely is frightening. And, and you look at the events you just mentioned, the Weatherman Underground, for example, uh, the people who founded the Weatherman Underground, that terrorist organization from the 1960s that resulted in the death of law enforcement officials for which Bernadine Dorn served time as an accessory. And then you've got Bill Ayers who did time for his criminal role in this organization. And these weren't hippie terrorists from the 60s. They were red diaper babies. They were the sons and daughters of prominent Americans that, that wanted to see socialism in an extreme form introduced into the United States. Now, our, my good friend, the late Larry Grathwall, in, in infiltrated this organization as an FBI special informant. And I had Larry on my show a number of times in which he detailed his conversations with Bill Ayers. And I hope everyone's sitting down when you hear this. Larry asked Bill in 1968, Bill, when you finally win, what will happen? And what will things look like? And he hesitated for a second, as Larry said, and said, well, we're going to have to put about 50 million Americans into concentration camps in the American Southwest, and we'll have to do away with, meaning murder, over half of them. And this was Larry Grathwall's accounting as an FBI special informant that he said on my show and several other shows in that videotape where Larry recounts that shortly before his death, and his death occurred under very mysterious circumstances. He recounts that on video, and that's available at thecommonsenseshow.com, you go to the search engine, just put in Larry Grathwall, W-O-H-L, to complete that spelling, and you can see that videotape. Now, what does this mean? Well, you had this organization, Bill Ayers and Bernadine Dorn, sponsored Barack Obama's run for the state Senate in Illinois. They launched his political career from their Hyde Park, Chicago home. Isn't that interesting? And then we look at who is the uh, chief advisor, the right side of Obama's brain, if you will, Valerie Jarrett. Well, who, who's Valerie Jarrett? The daughter of Vernon Jarrett. Uh, and interestingly enough, Sheila, he was involved in the Weatherman Underground. So you have all these terrorist criminals who supported rogue regimes like North Vietnam, Castro in Cuba, and so forth and wanted a demise of our republic form of democracy and our capitalist system, they launched Obama's career. Should we be surprised at anything that comes out of Obama's office given this? And by the way, since Obama's been president, Bill Ayers 
the ex-criminal has visited the White House and been in the Oval Office. Sheila? You said so much there, very, very astute. And is Valerie Jarrett loyal to the United States of America, just like Loretta Lynch mob? Or is she plotting to compromise the future of this country as the good old trusted advisor to one jihadist in the slaughterhouse to coin our good buddy Steve Quell's phrase? I mean, and let's tie this into the Obama administration dominated by the Muslim Brotherhood terrorist organization. One thing is for sure the absolute ubiquitous tyranny, the gun-grabbing, aiding and abetting terrorism for a long, long time. Think back, Dave. Remember President Obama calling for denying guns to those no-fly lists as if this was going to put a dent into any terrorist from obtaining guns? So you've got San Bernardino, DHS. People end up on the no-fly list because they're political enemies. Let's talk about political enemies, Dave. Two words, White House. Well, uh, they are my political enemy because they don't represent the values of this country. Well, we're going to step aside for a break, folks. It's time for Sheila and Dave to take a breath and for you to collect your senses and say, wow, can we really believe all that we've heard? Well, yes, you can if you take the time to go do the research, the same research that we've done and satisfy yourself, folks, that we're being sold down the primrose path. We'll be back in just a moment. More with Sheila and Dave after a word from our sponsors. For this week's Ranger Gear Review, we are literally giving away folding credit card knives for one penny each. This is Mike Adams, the Health Ranger, and to take advantage of this offer, just go to freefoldingknife.com. That's freefoldingknife.com, and you'll get this folding credit card knife for just one penny. This isn't some gimmick. This is a real emergency use folding credit card knife with a steel blade. Very, very sharp, 65 millimeters in length on the blade, but it folds down like origami to the shape and size of a credit card. This makes it incredibly easy to carry in a pocket or a purse or the glove box of your car and have it ready for emergency use. Normally, these are sold for anywhere from $5 to $10, but right now at freefoldingknife.com, you can get one of these origami-style folding credit card knives for just a penny. Limit one per order, please. So take advantage of it right now at freefoldingknife.com. Well, Sheila, we said a mouthful here in the last segment. There's no question about that. This country was founded on basically a form of Republican democracy, indirect democracy, and under a constitution in which people's rights would be guaranteed, unlike a regular democracy where you have 51% of the people deciding that they're going to eat the other 49%. So our rights are protected, you know, hypothetically under the constitution. And this administration has violated every precept of our constitution, and they are not on the side of the American people. And the fact that, you know, we've had uh, a famed economist on this show, such as Joseph Meyer, who's come out and said the American economy is teetering on the verge of collapse. And that is not an exaggeration, Sheila, not by any stretch of the imagination. And now what we're seeing here in today in America is Obama is trying to steal our land through the BLM. And we've talked about what that means. He's, he's basically trying to eviscerate our rights to own guns in the Second Amendment through the no-fly list. And how do you end up on the no-fly list? No one knows. They won't tell us. How do you get your name off if you've never done anything wrong? No one knows. No one will tell you. It's kind of like trying to get a hold of some of these computer companies where they don't have any technical support people. That's what's going on here. So if you're on the no-fly list, and the estimates are that 700,000 Americans to 2 million Americans is the range of the estimated number of people on the no-fly 
checklist. That means that under Obama's regulations now, uh, illegally contrived executive order without congressional approval, he is saying two million Americans can no longer own guns. And I, I look for this list to grow. 2 million, 5 million, 10 million, 20 million. And it's an effective way to legally disarm the American population. And when that happens, Katie bar the door. And why do they want our guns? Because when we finally have had enough and the ranchers and farmers stand up to tyranny, like they are in Burns, Oregon, or we stand up to tyranny in our, in our suburbs and our cities. And we say no more Obama, no more global elite. We won't have the guns to back up our words. That's what they're after. So tie that all together and think about what Dave just said, folks. He just touched on the fact that Bill Ayers and his wife, Bernadine Dorn, they called for putting 50 million Americans into FEMA camps and eliminating over half of them. Let that sink in. This is who backed the president's rise to power. They're linked to radicalized Muslim Brotherhood ties, serving within the Obama administration. We could do a whole show on just that, the Obama administration and the Muslim Brotherhood. If you were on the FBI team vetting presidential appointees, Dave, would you grant your seal of approval to the Muslim Brothers founder, Siraj Wajah. I mean, that is just, wasn't he a co-conspirator in the 93 World Trade Center bombing? This is who you have, a man in question like that. And then, of course, Obama's advisory council on faith-based neighborhood partnerships. Isn't that convenient? Well, Sheila, you just said a mouthful. I mean, that was, uh, wow. The Obama administration is infiltrated with terrorists and people with terrorist ties. And you've just heard Sheila talk about that. I've written about that extensively on more than one occasion. And once again, if you want to read more about that, simply go to the search engine at thecommonsenseshow.com and put in the Obama administration and the Muslim Brotherhood and be prepared to sit down for a while because there's lots (laughs) of documented links that you can follow to satisfy your curiosity that every word that Sheila and I are saying here today is backed in fact. And, and if you think Obama is here to defend our values, uh, think again, folks. He is not here. He is a Muslim. And I don't have a problem with being a Muslim, but for goodness sake, be honest about it. But the problem I have with his Muslimism is he is an anti-Christian. And he's bringing in, in the refugee resettlement program, all of these refugees from the Middle East, and not one of them, not one of them is a Christian. And this country was founded on Christian principles. In fact, in every first-year law school student's intro class, these students are told that the Ten Commandments are the foundation of our legal code. And yet, according to Obama, we may as well substitute the Koran. Yes, and of course, we got into Loretta Lynch mob. And let's look at, I don't know why she's fallen off the radar, but so is Lois Lerner, good old IRS director, implicated in providing material support to the Muslim Brotherhood. Again, we tie that in. Malik Obama again. You know, he's been granted frightening special privileges under U.S. law. And granted in that privilege, well, we even know that Lerner used an alias, private email servers, And the plot thickens, Dave, because after all, you know, when you have the oversight of the Muslim Brotherhood's international investment as one of the supporters for Obama, I mean, does that register with anybody? I mean, Waleed Shubat has detailed this, the whole Islamic Dawah organization, which was labeled as a terrorist state by the U.S. Department of Justice. What is going on with all this? Wow. Well, what's going on is we're 
seeing a facelift given to the American government. Why Congress is being bought off, and I do mean this literally, with insider trading deals from Wall Street, admitted to publicly on 60 Minutes by Nancy Pelosi when she was Speaker of the House. I mean, I fell out of my chair when I saw that. I said, how does this woman not go to jail tomorrow? Yeah. Instead, she goes right back and pounds the gavel and tells us, hey, we can find out what's in Obamacare after it's passed. I mean, this is the insanity that we live under. But what does it mean, Sheila? It's such a great question. What it means is this. Is Let me jump to another bottom line, folks. If you go to America2050.org, you'll be really concerned if you can do sixth grade math. The site from Mike Kroglick, who who's the special advisor to Obama, who's implementing all these tax reformation policies throughout our cities and our country, has the following map. We will be divided into 11 mega regions. We used to call them megalopolises when I first <coughs> got my undergraduate degree in sociology. Today, we call them mega regions, 11 of them. Now, the population density they call for in these mega regions is 6 million people per region. Now, just keep in mind, <coughs> excuse me, the average population estimate for the United States today, no one really knows because of all the immigrants that are here that are undocumented, but the estimate is 315 million people. Let's do the math. 11 mega regions times 6 million people is 66 million people. Where are the other 250 million. And the corollary to this is something from Deagle. Deagle.com. And I would recommend that you go there. They are projecting, and by the way, I should mention this. I have documented this again on the commonsenseshow.com. Deagle.com is a CIA mouthpiece. And uh, they, they masquerade as being a conglomeration of DHS and all these corporations and other government think tanks. But it's basically controlled by the CIA. But Sheila, here's what gets really, really interesting about this. In the Deagle website, they say that the projected population of the United States by the year 2025, you guessed it, it's going to be the same amount as what's projected for on microglitz america2050.org. It's incredible. Well, so let's tie some of those things in together. You look at the Deagle report. You look at Mike Krulig, as you mentioned, Agenda 21 population centralization plan. That's really what Building One America is. You talked about the 11 mega regions. Think about that, folks. That's containing 6 million people each. What about the missing 250 million people in that 2050 plan? That's frightening. And then, of course, some of the DHS features associated with Intel streets and God knows what else, mind-reading tech. And then you get into DARPA. They're investing a whopping $70 million to develop new implants that can track, hack, and attack brain signal in real time, turning our cities into battlegrounds under the most evasive Big Brother surveillance and population control devices ever invented by DARPA. I mean, we tie this back into when you and I broke the Jade Helm, bringing in foreign troops who won't hesitate to, well, fill in the blank there. And most of us in the independent media, Dave, well, you and I have covered this, the litany of reports of 
foreign troops on American soil. We've covered the presence of foreign, mostly Russians, on our soil. So think about the culmination, the coalescence, the convergence. Today's show brought to you by the letter C. But think about this incredible culminating chaos, Dave, and how this all ties in to what we just said, Russian troops on our soil. Why is there over 100,000 Chinese troops? Why are they doing drills on America's soil? Let's link this all in, Dave. Well, it's hard to even know where to start. Let's go back to the uh, Bundy affair of 2014, where BLM tried to expel the Bundy family after over 100 years of successful ranching. Uh, Why? Because there are resources in them, thar hills. And they were planning to hand off the resources in them, thar hills to the Chinese through a front company that really is a front company for the Chinese military. And they were going to allow the Chinese to get control of this solar energy deal. And I documented that in an article that I wrote back in 2014 on the BLM document that I came across. And it said this is exactly what they were going to do. And who was the mastermind behind all this? Senator Harry Reid from Nevada and his friends. And folks, you say, oh, Dave, that just can't be true. Again, I invite you to go to the search engine at thecommonsenseshow.com and put in, you know, Bundy, Cliven Bundy, C-L-I-V-E-N. Go to these articles. There are several of them I wrote and follow the hypertext links. One of them will take you to the BLM document where it says exactly what they're planning to do. They're planning to drain resources from these from these ranchers and these farmers and what's really interesting is when you go to burns oregon we know now that there are front groups in burns oregon in that area on the blm land on the hammond ranch and they're taking uranium out now i wrote another article just recently that detailed how hillary clinton has been selling uranium to the russians on uranium that's been taken off BLM land. I don't. I, I shouldn't say that. It's not BLM land. It's BLM illegal squatting on ranchers' land, and they're going in and stealing these resources. Now, how does Hillary do it? I detail it in the article. She's got a Canadian front company that her and Bill are in cahoots with, and this Canadian front company arranges for the uranium transfer and the cash transfer back into Hillary's presidential 2016. 20- 16 campaign. Now, could I say something so outrageous without being sued? Of course not, except one thing. I have the proof. This is why we have blue hypertext links in our articles so people can satisfy their curiosity that what we are saying is either true or we're bogus. Well, on this point, I'm 100% accurate, Sheila. And this is what's happening all through the West. They want, like I said, get the farmers and ranchers off their land, put them in the stack and packs, clear the countryside so they can get all the resources. But in the interim, there are people that are enriching themselves, politicians that are illegally promoting themselves, such as Hillary Clinton. And we are, we've documented this times 20. And what's interesting is we have people like Ammon Bundy today in his group of followers who are willing to stand up to tyranny and say no. Well, we're going to step aside for a break, folks. It's time for Sheila and Dave to take a breath and for you to collect your senses and say, wow, can we really believe all that we've heard? Well, yes, you can if you take the time to go do the research, the same research that we've done, and satisfy yourself, folks, that we're being sold down the primrose path. We'll be back in just a moment. More with Sheila and Dave after a word from our sponsors. 
For this week's Ranger Gear Review, we are literally giving away folding credit card knives for one penny each. This is Mike Adams, the Health Ranger, and to take advantage of this offer, just go to freefoldingknife.com. That's freefoldingknife.com, and you'll get this folding credit card knife for just one penny. This isn't some gimmick. This is a real emergency use folding credit card knife with a steel blade, very, very sharp, 65 millimeters in length on the blade, but it folds down like origami to the shape and size of a credit card. This makes it incredibly easy to carry in a pocket or a purse or the glove box of your car and have it ready for emergency use. Normally, these are sold for anywhere from $5 to $10, but right now at freefoldingknife.com, you can get one of these origami-style folding credit card knives for just a penny. Limit one per order, please. So take advantage of it right now at freefoldingknife.com. All right, welcome back, and I want to tell you about my friend Steve Quayle. And before the proverbial, you know what, hits the fan, you better convert your cash into precious metals. This is the time to buy. The market is flat. Stuff is not moving. You need to move right now while prices are low. Gold and silver have never been more affordable given the market, and the market's about ready to take off. Silver, for example, is going to see unbelievable gains over the next six months, and that's according to every expert that we interview here on The Common Sense Show. How do you get a hold of Steve to facilitate this deal? You simply call him at 406-586-4842. Again, Steve Quayle, Renaissance Precious Metals, 406-586-4842. Well, Sheila, we said a mouthful here in the last segment. There's no question about that. And certainly people who are first-time listeners to us are going to say, Dave and Sheila sound quite insane. <laughs> the first time I heard Steve Quayle speak, I said, you know, this man says a lot of things I really agree with, particularly about the Lord and, and how Christianity is under attack. And I really like Steve Quayle. I'd like to have a cup of coffee with him. That was my first impression when I heard Steve over 20 years ago before I actually got into this work. But I said, Steve is kind of out there on the edge on a few things. I don't know about some of the things he says. And I have to tell you now, 20 years later, Steve Quayle was 100% right about everything he's saying. And I can say this about Doug and Joe Hagman. I can say this about my co-host today, Sheila Zielinski. Folks, these people who are bringing you these messages, we're not going off half-cocked. We're not schizophrenic. We're not drunk. We're not taking cocaine. We're responding to real-time stories we get from insider sources that we can verify through hypertext links from government documents and other documents that show a clear pattern that this country is being taken down. And we haven't even covered Christian evisceration. I mean, we're all going to be the first ones to go to the camps. Well, very well said, Dave. And not only are we going to get hauled off to the camps, but soon Christianity is going to be illegal. We're already terrorists. You know, we are standing up against tyranny. We're sounding the alarm bell. It goes back to Ammon Bundy in Oregon, standing up to tyranny as you said before going into the break. And that's my problem with all this. There's a lot of keyboard commandos and armchair patriots, but I'll tell you, it's time that people really took back their power here, Dave. There's power in numbers. Look what's going on. The complete subjugation on steroids, the complete tyrannical takedown, shakedown, breakdown of everything in society, setting us up for complete totalitarianism. Look at the Chinese right now. Let's tie this in. 
Why were they in the Grid X2 drill? Why were Chinese allowed yeah. to participate in that, which was, for those folks who've never heard of that, was a simulated takedown of the power grid. We covered it back in November of 2013, and we showed the whole takedown of the grid through an EMP attack. Why are the Chinese so determined, Dave, to take over this country? They own all the solar energy grids. And now let's go back to the Bundy Ranch confrontation. We reported the BLM land grabs, the total resources you just said hand off to the Chinese military stationed at the inland ports. We've said this before, and we were written off as kooks. They're going to be a common occurrence on American soil, folks. And that's the short-range takeover the Chinese have planned for America. Think we're crazy? Watch and see. Wow. Yeah, it's hard to know where to jump into the, you just, you said so much there, but well, Sheila, I have a number of insider sources who are not allowed to speak publicly, who speak to me through covert means and sometimes in very bizarre and unusual ways. So they can't be tracked in their communications. And people don't like when the independent media uses these covert sources, but it's allowed in the mainstream media. It's a real discrepancy. But I will say this very clearly, that I I can document the following of what I was told by someone who once held a very powerful position in our military, and he said this so clearly to me. He said that it looks like most Americans view President Obama as just an incompetent nincompoop. No, you need to look deeper. This man is, in fact, I like to say this to people who say Obama is not that bad or they support him. Unless you're super wealthy or you have nothing, Obama has done nothing for you. What have they done? What has Obama done? Nothing. No thing. So this general went on to tell me, he said, Dave, what we're looking at here is the systematic bring down of this country. And Obama is the ultimate Manchurian candidate. We've already documented in this show that this man is a product of the of the leaders of the former terrorist group known as the Weatherman Underground. He's got terrorists in his administration that we've documented. He's got a terrorist half-brother that he's never disavowed his activities as the arms procurer and the head of finance for the Muslim Brotherhood. And we could go on and on with this. He is designed by proxy to bring down the United States of America. Now, you asked the question about Chinese troops. It's not just the Russian troops. Not just the Chinese troops, but they are both here. The Russians were brought in under a FEMA bilateral agreement signed in 2011. And again, you can search that again on the Common Sense Show. And I have the government document where the Russian Foreign Ministry and FEMA signed an agreement to bring in 15,000 Russian soldiers. Now, this was only the first 15,000. And ostensibly, their purpose was to do natural disaster training. Excuse me. Was FEMA on vacation that week? Did the National Guard turn in their badges and go home? This is what we have our own agencies for. Why would we bring in a potentially a potential enemy, a foreign entity army, into our country? And you say, oh, Dave, that couldn't exist. Well, really? Then how is it that on the Common Sense Show, we've got the videos, we've got still photos, we've got government documents that show this. this these people are up to no good. We're on the verge of the war with Russia, and yet Obama is bringing them into the country. And then we go to the BLM land and the creation of these solar energy zones using proxy front groups on behalf of the Chinese military. Military. Do you know where they're placing these solar energy zones? They're placing them at places like next to Nellis Air Force Base in Arizona, where I live. 
next to Luke Air Force Base. What a wonderful thing to do to put covert Chinese troops under the guise of being a solar energy zone next to a military base that they could take out should they decide to bring America down and impose martial law. And I'll share with you what Steve Quayle, through his sources, told me, confirmed by my insider source, is that when martial law is declared, if Obama does not fully have the American military on his side, and I do not believe he will, I believe they will break ranks. What do I base that on? The number of military people that talk to me covertly that are not on board with this tyranny. What they will do is they will enact foreign troops who also trained under Jade Helm 15 this last summer, and they are going to be the initiators of martial law, gun confiscation, gold confiscation, and you think they'll have one second of hesitation of executing Americans that they view that might be non-compliant, or they come to the house of Sheila Zelensky, Steve Quayle, Doug Hagman, Dave Hodges, and discover who we are and what we've been doing the last several years. No, it's called kneel you down and shoot you in the back of the head. Folks, this is what's coming. Unfortunately, I don't like saying this. I, I almost am embarrassed to say it because I think on the surface it sounds kooky, except the facts are there. The facts support every word I just said. What does this mean, Dave and Sheila? What are you saying? The answer, the Chinese own you folks. And he talked about BLM. Harry Reid's not the only traitor here. You know, you talked about the solar energy zones. According to WorldNet Daily, look at Joseph Farah. There are a total of 10 named United States senators now known to be involved with this special trip that Harry Reid made back to China in 2011, supposedly, Dave, to invest in the United States. And according to that frightening, clever scheme to sell off below market valuable land, mineral water rights to communist China. That's right, folks. They can set up these very large investment zones with America owned and controlled by communist China corporations. So the Chinese takeover of our economy is like crouching tiger hidden dragon here, Dave, but it's insidious. Why are the Chinese buying up the Federal Reserve? Type in a search bar, Chinese purchasing all of J.P. Morgan. So in the midst of a dollar devaluation and a collapse, spell two words, Dave, complete subjugation. Auschwitz on steroids. This is frightening. It is. In fact, Sheila, let me just say this, and I want to throw it back for your comment. I interviewed a pastor a little over a year ago, and he was one of the first pastors to be recruited into the clergy response team. And he, in his training, he was told that when you're in the FEMA camp, you cannot mention scripture from the Bible. You can't invoke the name of Jesus because these two things have been offensive and have been used to subjugate people through the ages. Well, this is ultimately what caused him to leave. He said, this is violation uh, of my tenets of faith. But he said it was really clear that they were only there as pastors to keep the peace. And the name pastor would make people trust them, but they weren't allowed to talk about Jesus. And he said, goodbye the clergy response team. So when you look at this, Sheila, it's really clear that Christians are on the outs. You look at the military, you get court-martialed for praying in some cases, yet Muslims can throw down their, their towels and their blankets and face east and pray five times a day without consequence. It's totally inequitable, and the persecution of Christians has already begun. Well, you're right about that, Dave. The persecution has already begun 
we see fake, phony Christians pitted against real followers of Jesus Christ. And then, of course, you elaborated so good on these female-loving clergy response team members, the 501c3. And here's what's unbelievable, Dave. Why is it that it is crickets chirping in the pulpit across America, Dave? You have Lakewood Luker there, Howdy Doody of Houston is what I call him. I mean, he's just, you know, he's got a new book out, I Am... And he's not talking about the I am that Moses met. You've got all these prosperity hucksters, as Kenneth Copeland said in an interview with Jesse Duplantis in December, just weeks ago, he said, we can't fly commercial. The reason we have to have jet planes and trains and automobiles, Dave, is because we can't hear from God in commercial. There you have it. That's just amazing. Anyway, the pastor I was referencing, Sheila, that... uh, I just cited a moment ago, his name is Walter Mansfield, and I have that interview up on the Common Sense Show printed in December of 2014, I believe just after Christmas. Not sure about that, but right around the Christmas time frame. And that's frightening. It's frightening that the government would actually suck in pastors, 28,000 to start with, and estimated now to be as high as 100,000, and they tell them what they can and can't preach. They tell them what their role is going to be when the crackdown comes and martial laws here. And they're also told that you won't be allowed to go to a safe zone unless you're a member of the clergy response team. And then, of course, there's the tax-exempt status of churches, the 5013C, which basically the IRS says, if you talk about anything political, you're going to have to pay the full brunt of your your tax-deductible donations coming from your congregation. This is why your pastor, if he's not talking about abortion— in Planned Parenthood selling baby parts, which has been in the mainstream media, if they're not talking about these kinds of issues, you're in the wrong church. In fact, for a lot of people, they've gone to home Bible studies so they won't get compromised by the financial greed and desires of some of these pastors. Can't help but think of a scripture there, Dave. The love of money is the root of all evil. There you go, greed. Dave, what I think people should do is go to your church, go to your pastor, and ask him if he happens to be with NOVAD, the clergy response teams. Ask your pastor about the New World Order, and if he says it's a conspiracy, find a new pastor, folks. When we look at all these groups, the CIA, the FBI, the BLM, the FDA, the EPA, and all these alphabet soup groups, we really can see a complete culmination of this kind of, again, there's that word, subjugation, which is why the economy is imploding. And this week, when we have Joseph on, I'm going to ask him, what does this look like when Joe Lunchbox Carrier goes to his ATM Monday morning, and he can't take any cash out? Not just you've exceeded your daily allowance, but he can't get any cash and then tie this in with the green agenda. The eco-police are here now, folks. They're looking at your carbon footprint. Well, same scenario. You go to travel, and Dave, you're not going to go anywhere because you've exceeded your carbon footprint for the month. This is what we're talking about. Just, It's all about control, Dave. It is just its unbelievable what we're looking at happening in our country as we speak. So when we reduce all of these issues and fold them back into a compartmentalized stack and pack category that we can file this away under, we end up back in Burns, Oregon. And Burns, Oregon is where a group of men, and some people say they shouldn't have taken over a federal building. I think you could make that argument. 
but I think that's a minor criticism of what they've done. They have harmed nobody. They are threatening nobody. In fact, what they do during the day is they actually leave many times unarmed and they go out into the nearby community and they're taking down illegally imposed restrictions on ranchers' lands, such as a fence that Ammon Bundy told us about in our interview, in which they went on and they took down this fence constructed by Fish and Wildlife, illegally put on a rancher's land to limit the productivity and financial compensation this farm, this rancher would derive from his land. And these, these are men, as Ammon said, we're trying to prevent a revolution by helping these ranchers fight against the tyranny of the BLM. In fact, folks, this is not just about Burns, Oregon. And I've said this on numerous shows that I've done here on the Common Sense Show. So let me say it again. 19 counties in Northern California in Southern Oregon are now referring to themselves as the state of Jefferson. You can look this up on uh, Google or start page. You can simply look it up on the search engine of the Common Sense Show, where I've written about this extensively. They have their own flag. They are developing their own constitution. They are attempting to secede from California and Oregon, respectively. Now, I don't think they have much of a chance of succeeding, but why do they want to secede? This is the important thing, and it helps people understand what's happening in Burns, Oregon. They want to secede because you've got ranchers who depend on downhill flow of river water to irrigate their crops, get their drinking water, and so forth. And they've had these land compacts with the government for 150 years. Here comes the EPA, and they say, you may not do this anymore. Or they reduce them to levels where they can't sustain themselves on their ranch or their farm. And so these people's lands are drying up, and they're being forced to move. They're also planning to tear down the four major dams in the Klamath Falls area and southward into California that'll force several hundred ranchers and farmers off their land. And what did I say at the beginning of this broadcast, Sheila? This is simply about Agenda 21, getting people out of the rural areas, and this is how it's done. So no, it's not just some crazy guys in Burns, Oregon. This is happening all through the West. Unfortunately, CNN and Fox won't cover it. Let's go back to Sunday, January the 10th. In the last half hour of the Sunday night version of the Common Sense Show, I was slated to interview Ammon Bundy. My show was taken down. Both satellites, independently of each other, were taken down, are listened by phone, our phone lines, and Ammon Bundy and his group's communications were completely blocked. They did not want us talking that night. Why not? Because the only media coverage was from CNN and Fox, where the narrative is controlled, and they didn't want Dave Hodges allowing Ammon Bundy to have open answer question opportunities to talk about why he was really there. Now, we faked out the powers that be on January the 11th, and we went to alternative forms of communication to not advertise his appearance, and he came on and in a 40-minute interview just basically, I think, set the world on fire about what's really going on. So, folks, the American people are not hearing about the plight of these ranchers and these farmers and what's going on in the West because the government and through their corporate-controlled media is basically keeping the message away from the people. This is why people need to shut off the CNNs, the Communist News Network, as I call them, or Fox News. You're not going to get the truth. You need to go to the independent media, and then you need to support those people in the independent media. That's a good segue because if one works in 
the independent media, unlike the clown news networks, as I call them, we develop covert sources who provide invaluable information and kind of pointing us to the truth. Now, I myself spoke to Christopher Brails. He was the fire chief for many, many years that resigned. And let's talk about this, Dave, because according to Brills, he found CIA agents, maybe that was a Freudian slip, but CIA went quickly to FBI who were impersonating militia members. They were harassing the locals, lurking around the town's armory. So Brills went to County Judge Steve Grasty, and what was he told? to shut up. So let's talk about these two characters, Grasty and Brills. Brills changed his story. Again, folks, I interviewed him on the phone and he said, and I quote, my life is in danger. So why is he flip-flopping between the CIA and the FBI here, Dave? Isn't that interesting? Well, yeah, as you told me in your interview with him, he's CIA, CIA, CIA. One of my covert sources says it's also CIA is there. Here's what's interesting. Grasty, nasty Grasty, as I call him, kicked Briels out of a private meeting Briels had when he went to him looking for help and protection from this county judge. And Grasty said, I want nothing to do with this. You can't talk about this. Go away and shut up. Now, Grasty would not have got upset if Briels was there to talk to him about the FBI. The world knows the FBI is in Burns, Oregon. They're on tape. They've been on the news. That's not even newsworthy for Breels to mention this. It's not newsworthy for Grasty to respond so negatively to Breels' message about infiltration of their community by federal agents. But it's not the FBI. It's the CIA. And people say, well, so what? They're government agents. Well, I'm going to tell you so what. The reason this is important, if it's the FBI, they're there to mediate and solve the problem through one means or another. The CIA has a whole different agenda, folks. They are the glue, the conduit, and the tape that binds together the Chinese, the Russians, the BLM, the EPA, and the takedown of the wealth of this country by stripping it from our lands. And the CIA wants no interference from anybody, which is why my show and Ammon Bundy Communications were taken down to prevent the communication of anything that wouldn't present the narrative that they wanted heard and what was being spewed by Fox and CNN. That's the story. Grasty knows it's CIA. Breels knows it's CIA. And as I said in the article, these two men who serve this community in Burns, Oregon, they need to rediscover their manhood and stand up and start telling what they know. Absolutely, Dave. Couldn't have said it better. And this is why folks, like Dave just mentioned, the narrative, why is the CIA controlling the narrative? Why? Because as Dave so adequately pointed out, the CIA is involved domestically with Chinese and Russian troops on our soil. Don't believe us? Go to the Common Sense Show again and type in DHS, Senator Harry Reid, the huckster, to defraud the ranchers and hand over their mineral rich ranches to the feds so they can plunder the resources on behalf of, as Dave again pointed out, their foreign partners and other, let's just say, related interests. So we know for a fact, Dave, that CIA forces are taking uranium from the Hammond Ranch. You know, you talked about the Canadian Front Company that was facilitating the deal. Clinton was handing over uranium to the Russians, folks. 
Why is it that the CIA is on the scene to control the narrative? <laughs> Two words, Dave, Russian media. Well, you're right. And I've had my dealings with the Russian media. But let me just say about the Hillary Clinton story with the media uh, and the uranium. Do you know where you can verify this? You don't have to even go to the Common Sense Show. The New York Times. How about Times. the New York <laughs> Times? Thank you, Sheila. Boy, we had that well rehearsed, didn't we? But it's the New York Times that first covered this. I looked at this and I was like, holy moly, Batman. What's going on here? <laughs> the New York Times? And this is when uh, Hillary was up to her eyeballs in the email scandal that should have put her in prison. 36,000 emails, most of them classified on private email server. You can't do that. That's five years prison for each offense. She should be serving time until the 30th century. They can keep her alive through transhumanism. But 30th century is where she should be in prison. And instead, you know, if you look at contrast, we kicked Richard Nixon out of office for 18 minutes of erased tape. Yeah. <laughs> and in contrast, Lois Lerner, same, same offenses as Hillary Clinton. And these people are still in play. And the reason they're in play, and people say, well, how do they get away with this? Let me tell you something. There, there, there's two people that could bring Hillary Clinton and Lois Lerner to justice. And those two people are Barack Obama and Loretta Lynch mob, as I like to call her, after she said she'd throw all the independent media in prison for criticizing Muslim extremism and their terrorist acts at San Bernardino. So let's talk about this for a second, Sheila. It's really interesting to me that Obama hasn't moved on Clinton. Obama has, did not fire Lois Lerner. And then here you have the Attorney General of the United States, the only one who can technically bring charges against Hillary Clinton and Lois Lerner, and she is not doing so. Folks, if you want to know how top government officials get away with corruption and they fly it in our face, even when it's reported in the mainstream media, I just told you how it's done. Frightening. And what do I have to say, Dave? Hillary for prison 2016. That's oh, I love that. I love that. Let, let me just squeeze this in real quick, too. Best in Survival Supplies, Bob Griswold, please, please, please support our sponsors. We need them so we can stay on the air, but you need them so you can stay alive. Bob Griswold, best survival resources in the industry. Uh, he's got a special six-month special on survival food, 1-800-627-3809, 1-800-627-3809. And again, convert your soon-to-be worthless cash into precious metals. Steve Quayle, 406-586-4842. Again, that's 406-586-4842. And Sheila, tell the people what we're doing tonight. We're going to be tying some of this together tonight on the Hagman and Hagman Report. We're going to join Doug and Joe to break this down in the second hour. That is 8 p.m. Eastern. That's 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. We're going to be guests on the Hagman and Hagman Report. I'm going to lay more of this out and add a few more bombshells as Dave, the common sense man, is so good at doing. Forget instigator the airwave, Dave. Your new title, the bombshell man. <laughs> Okay, where would I be without all my nicknames without Sheila Zelinsky to apply them? Thank you. Okay, well, folks, we want to thank you for joining us and probably what's been the most volatile session of the Common Sense Show for some time. But these are critical issues, folks. The future belongs to no one. We need to follow the tenets of our Lord Jesus Christ. We need to fight against the forces of tyranny so our children have a future. And I want to thank each and every one of you for joining us today here on the Common Sense Show with myself and my co-host, Sheila Zelinsky. 
We want you to go out and have a great day. God bless.